It is the Everything is Marketing podcast. It is Thursday. I want to shout out to the uh, boys over at Court of Nerds who uh, have been going back and forth with me on Twitter this week and uh, finally made me my own Game of Thrones sigil, which I enjoy greatly. And they are uh, on my Facebook page as we speak, um, drafting up the uh, words to describe said sigil, which once they have that all complete, I don't, it's a work in progress. Once they have it completed, I will, uh, I will read it on the podcast, I promise. But thank you to them as I prepare to receive my order of Game of Thrones risk and cannot wait to play it. My wife desperately tried to stop me from buying it, but uh, failed miserably. So that is on the way. Cannot wait for that. Let's get into this. It's the Everything is Marketing Podcast. Marketers ruin everything. Welcome to the Everything is Marketing Podcast. What I don't want to do is to pretend this is show number one. What would the hero of your life's movie do right now? Do that. Do those things. It is the Everything is Marketing Podcast. My name is Eric Hulkerin today coming to you from the MLive offices in Grand Rapids. I've been doing podcasts all over the place, but uh, finally able to do a couple in the office, which is always fun because you'll hear some background noise and some people walking around, which is very cool. As we prepare for episode 100, still not sure what I'm going to do, but uh, I'm looking for suggestions. The other thing that would be really helpful um, is if you are getting this on iTunes, if you could leave a review. I don't care what the review is. This is not to pad my ego. However, uh, in order for podcasts to populate, if you didn't know this, the algorithm on iTunes, in order for uh, podcasts to populate up in the segment that you're in, the genre that you're in, you need to get reviews. And right now, there's not a whole bunch of reviews, but a ton of people are listening. So if you have a minute, and it literally shouldn't take longer than a minute, and are getting this on iTunes, I would love the reviews. The feedback I've gotten thus far is super helpful and uh, I I love you guys for that but if you could keep it coming that would be awesome as well let's get into it so big news out of Google on Tuesday this is super cool actually Um, there's a lot of big brother ism and I know people get nervous about their privacy or pretend to be nervous about their privacy because uh, uh, most people still put everything that is going on in their life on Facebook or Twitter or Snapchat or whatever so your uh, your need to be private uh, only extends so far that said Google has an answer one of the things we talk about a lot on this podcast is saving the customer time or saving the customer um, energy or saving the customer some sort of utilitarian thing. And Google is doing just that. Uh, It's available right now in maps on Android only, but will roll out to iOS platforms here in a little bit. They are tracking the busyness, the foot traffic, if you will, of retail locations. So um, if you type in a coffee shop, it will actually tell you its busiest hours and you will know that you either are going to expect long wait times there or you should avoid it entirely. And I I think that stuff is really cool. When you talk about the stuff that Google's been doing with the mapping technology, or if you use an app like Waze where it talks about traffic and diverting around traffic, the ability to save you time for things that shouldn't take time I think is profound. And I'll say that again, things that save you time from doing things that shouldn't take time. So when you think about it, when you order a cup of coffee, it should take maybe two minutes, if not less time. Um, If you're enjoying a cup of coffee, there are some artisan coffee shops that make some really amazing coffee. But I mean, in your day to day, like you're not not habitually getting amazing coffee, you're just getting coffee by most cases. If you're getting a cup of coffee, it should take two or three minutes. And this will help you figure out which one of those coffee shops is open at that hour and has very little foot traffic at that minute so you can go do it what i think is really interesting when you look at the algorithm and if you type in um uh, google foot traffic or uh, google saves you time or whatever the announcement was on tuesday but what i when i look at the data and the way that they show you the data there's some really interesting plays there if you are one of these businesses and they say that they've got hundreds of thousands of businesses already mapped to this platform um if you're a business that can figure out a way to 
just by one or two percent move your customer's consumption rate. So if you know, like say you're a coffee shop and there's a coffee shop four doors down and you guys have very similar peak times, if there was a way you could tweak that peak time by one or 2% to make your graph look a little less busy than their graph, could you garner some customers from that? And I mean that in a literal sense, you know, so this is the play before the play. This ability to see if a place is busy before you walk into it is just one step towards um, this augmented reality that we've talked about on and off and off and on. And this is part of the wearable technology the Apple Watch is ushering in. So Apple has sort of broke the mold once again. People are now consuming the Apple Watch and playing with it and either digging it or not digging it. But it's the closest we've gotten for people to be into a wearable uh, since Google Glass. You know, people were excited about Google Glass very quickly, abandoned Google Glass. We've been playing with pebbles and jawbones and, and all of that stuff and Fitbits. And now we finally got something that has a little bit more of a utilitarian use to it. And as we get closer to augmented reality, the idea that you would look at the world through this lens and it would give you information about said environment, this is where this play is going. So you would look at a restaurant and know what the weight is before you even walk inside. And that saves you time and and money and you can you know in some places you can see that stuff right now you can see it in a physical sense on the google map you would type in ruth chris it would tell you what the wait time is and you would know whether or not you're going to go there you would type in starbucks and it would tell you if it's busy or not busy and you would either decide that you love starbucks and you don't care what the wait is or you are going to move on to the next brand and and get coffee there this is some very cool stuff when you talk about saving you time and uh, if you're on android and you're playing around with it i would love to know your thoughts as i uh, wait anxiously to get it on ios you can play around with it in the um, native web, which at some point we should talk about the native web versus apps because there's some cool stuff going on there, but we won't do that today. You can do it in the native uh, web on iOS, but as far as getting uh, it on the app itself, the Google Map app itself, you're going to have to wait a little bit, not too long, but a little bit in order for you to play around with it. So if you're on Android and playing around with it, I would love your thoughts. We've been talking a lot about Snapchat as of late, and Snapchat uh, did something interesting last night. They put up two pieces of merch that you can buy on Amazon. One is the Snapchat towel. Uh, so if you wanted your very own $25 Snapchat towel, um, you can do that. They obviously had a very snapchat horrific write-up on Amazon, and even one of the mock reviews that says the towel disappears after three seconds all fit within the uh, brand of Snapchat. But they also put out a plushie if you want to play around with a, a Snapchat ghost. Both of those are available on Amazon. An interesting play as, like I said, this platform is reaching some critical mass. And as I was talking about yesterday, kicking off Yahoo and kicking off Warner Brothers Music to put on BuzzFeed and iHeartRadio, iHeartMedia, I should say now, um, shows that they're willing to figure out what it is that you give to the consumer as far as value and make an adjustment on the fly. I still say that the space in the live space or the my story space is where you're going to see a lot of really cool stuff happening with brands and that's where I would pay more attention to. There is scarcity in Discover and I think that's why a lot of publishers want to be in Discover but it's going to be hard to get there. They'll add Vox for sure and maybe they'll kick somebody off and maybe they won't. Maybe they'll add another spot or another three spots but that's still scarcity and it's a little bit of old school marketing there which is interesting for a platform like Snapchat to deal with false scarcity right there's nothing on the app that requires you to only have 12 publishers 
they just do that to create uh, a need. And so publishers are scrambling to get on there. Publishers are hiring people to work on there. What um, I find more interesting is the ability for you to do whatever you would like in your My Story platform or to do whatever you would like in the live space if you can get there. So watch this weekend as Lollapalooza is in Chicago. Watch the live space and see the stuff that's coming out of Lollapalooza and you'll get a sense of what I'm looking at and talking about and why your brand should think about running your My Story part of your Snapchat campaign in much the same way as that. Okay, uh, tomorrow is Friday. Like I said, I will be at Lollapalooza. There will be a podcast up probably in the morning, and then I might get a couple done uh, during the weekend. But um, then I'm going to slow down for a second only because I really want to figure out if I'm doing anything for episode 100. If I'm not, uh, you'll get a bunch of podcasts next week. If I will or am, uh, it'll be a bit of a drip campaign yesterday, uh, next week as I uh, buy a little bit of time. But lots to do this week before we get there. As always, you can email me, eric at mlive.com or get me on Twitter at Polymath and Vine. And do not forget, if you are listening and you have a minute, and it only takes a minute, please leave a review. It's highly helpful for other people to discover this or for other people to complain about how dumb I am. Either or. Both are fine. Do whatever. Have an awesome day. We'll talk tomorrow.